Today we're speaking with Christy Patterson, mayor of Westcliff, who's been mayor since 2010. She's also been a visitor to the Valley since she was about nine years old, so she's uh, one of the old-timers here, perhaps. Christy, thanks for uh, joining us this morning. Thank you. So uh, let me get right to the questions. Uh, what, are, what are the top things that locals can look forward to this year from the town of Westcliff? I think the biggest thing is the TAP grant, which is the transportation alternative project that we got from Colorado Department of Public Transportation, and that's going to be a lot of work done on our streets, uh, repaving on on Main Street and Rosita Road, also curb and gutter work, and uh, handicapped accessibility, adding some handicapped accessibility that doesn't currently exist on some streets. Uh, now, that's a, that's a pretty big project for the town. What, what is the time frame for that, would you guess? The whole grant project is, has a three-year term. We're going to be getting those streets started, Main Street done, this May. And uh, so started May, and then it'll, does it, how long does such a thing take? Hopefully the part of Main Street will be done by the end of May, middle to end of May. We want to definitely have the road taken care of before we hit our peak season for our merchants. That's good. And uh, the merchants uh, have some concerns, perhaps, or? Yes, they had some concerns about the the street being torn up and tourists and visitors being able to get around, around Main Street. And originally, the project was supposed to start in July of 2016. We were able to talk with CDOT and get that part of the project rolled into 2017, get it started and get it taken care of in May when the weather is warm, which is what you need in order to do paving, and then get the, the streets taken care of before we hit the busy season. That, that's an important block, especially that 2nd and 3rd Street block. Right. So what are some of the key issues that the town is facing this year? I can't think of any big issues off the top of my head. We've really been laying the groundwork to get a lot of infrastructure things taken care of, working on our streets, working on curb and gutter. Uh, These are not glamorous things, but they definitely make a difference. It's not something that people notice right away, but boy, they sure notice when it's not nice when the streets are not taken care of when the curbs are non-existent so it's not i guess super fun but um, it has to be done what do you see as the biggest opportunities for the town over the next few years personally i always look for an opportunity that will provide uh, adequate jobs for citizens here and not just adequate jobs. There's a lot of jobs that are minimum wage jobs up here, but jobs that will pay a living wage, I feel is really important. So that's always something that I'm personally keeping my eye open, really looking for. And we are also working on our Title 10, which is our building code. And as we get to the place that really everything, the the T's are all crossed and the line, and the I's are all dotted, that we have a great package that we could go present, maybe do some companies that are light manufacturing that's not going to impact the community in a, a negative way but could create jobs for people. That's always a great thing. I, I also always want to see uh, all of our storefronts filled. 
we've got a lot of vacant storefronts, and it'd be great to have something in all of those. Is there anything you'd like to see from the local citizens? You know, the the town, the town council uh, does does things, and they they hear from the citizens. But is, is there more that you'd look for? It's always nice to have citizen input, and that doesn't necessarily mean showing up to the meetings. That's always great if people will show up to the meetings. Most of the time, people don't show up to meetings unless there's something controversial um, happening or or maybe someone's coming and asking for something, and so they bring a lot of people with them so they can have support, and that's great too. But even on the smaller issues, um, we do have our meetings are posted in the paper, and we also have posting places at the grocery store, in town hall, on the front window of our of town hall, sitting right there on Main Street. So people can always come and see what's going to be happening in our meetings, and that is posted, I believe, 10 days in advance. So... I think it's great to have citizen input, and a lot of times you don't hear from people until you've already made a decision, and it, we don't just make decisions randomly. All of that has to be posted, what we're, what we're going to be making decisions on. It, it's all posted, and it's all right there for people to see, and I, I would really like to see uh, more citizen input and people doing their own research on things. A lot of times people's research comes from second and third hand information and it's great if you have questions I mean the board is pretty accessible where we work or getting going to town hall or sending an email to town hall and then it goes directly to us and uh, we'll always answer the questions or or if there's a concern get something put on the agenda or there to serve the people and our biggest concern is the safety health and welfare of our citizens uh, the other thing that can be a problem sometimes is people don't realize what we govern. And there is a lot of government in a community that's such a small community and that really stems back from, for over 100 years or comes from over 100 years ago when this community was much larger. Um, and getting that changed is really not something that can be done and that would probably be a discussion for another day completely. Um, but... The town of Westcliff, the board of trustees, we govern the people who live actually in the town of Westcliff. So I always say in town proper. So people that live in Bull Domingo or Beckwith Ranch or Colorado Acres, Centennial Ranch, that's not who we govern. And um, if anybody has questions about what the borders are, they can always stop into town hall and ask our clerk or find any of the board members. Let me follow up on that. Uh, how does the town of Westcliff coordinate with the town of Silvercliff and the county commissioners, and what issues are currently in play between all of those entities? Well, we've been working really hard to partner with the town of Silvercliff over, I would say, working pretty diligent over the last five years, putting aside any hostilities that might exist of because of things that happened maybe a hundred years ago, and I'm really serious about that. Oh, I know that. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> we've just that being angry at each other, or that that's not really accomplishing anything positive for any of our citizens, any of our merchants. So lately, we've been working really hard on making sure that our ordinances and uh, kind of mirror each other, so that it makes it easier for our law enforcement to enforce, say 
parking ordinances, um, noise ordinances, things along those lines. So they don't have different ticket books for everything. And also working hard when there's, say, a function at the end of Main Street on the Bluff, which is a great facility, that people are aware of what Silvercliff has to offer, what merchants are up there, that there's a beautiful park up there. Uh, so that maybe, so maybe people coming to visit will look at more than just an event going on at the end of Main Street, that we are a whole community. And with the commissioners, I'm really hopeful with the, with the change of the guard, with the commissioners, that we can work a lot closer with the county. Um, we do, our merchants in Westcliff and Silvercliff, are collecting sales tax for the county, so there definitely needs to be a relationship, I feel, in that respect, that there, there's been a, a, a tone over the years that, well, Westcliff and Silvercliff, what do they have to do with the county? And well, we do have, I mean, take that 2% sales tax away from the county and what, what is that? What is that worth anything? I don't know. <laughs> so let me ask about the, the two towns because I, I find this fascinating. Uh, you mentioned things that have been kind of in the history going back 100 years, but it's not unusual for new folks to scratch their heads about the two adjacent towns of about 600 people with duplicate governments and services, equipment, personnel. Has there ever been an, an effort in from your knowledge of, of trying to make that one. Yes, and we have looked, um, uh, many people ask that question, and it has been looked over, looked at for years, actually, and it's not, you can't just go, okay, we want to combine these two towns. It's actually a pretty in-depth procedure that comes down from the state. You would have to go to the state and petition. You couldn't just turn everything into Westcliff or everything into Silvercliff. Both towns would have to be completely dissolved and start a new town. Um, there would ha It would have to be voted on by the people. Again, these are the people that live in the towns of Silvercliff and Westcliff. So that voice would only be those citizens of roughly 1,100 people. Mm -hmm. And uh, then a whole new council would have to be made. So you would lose both of these towns completely. Mm -hmm. And so you really lose a ton of history. I can see the upside. I can see the downside. So that, thanks for that, uh, that background. It's my understanding from visiting the, uh, the meetings occasionally that, at least in the past, that there was a uh, surplus of funds in the town of Westcliff. And uh, so the folks were quite proud of, of that. Is that still the case? Yes, we still, at one time, we had two and a half years of reserves. And what that means is if the town did not get one more dime from any entity, who knows what might happen to cause that to happen, we would be able to run as we run right now for two and a half years. Now, that is, while I, I can sit here and say well, being very fiscally responsible, the other um, side of that coin is, you're sitting on less money and we need to fix the streets and we need more lights and we need this. So we have to do this TAP project. We have dipped into the reserves um, to get that taken care of. I hope to have it built back up. I mean, we still are sitting with a year, at least a year's worth of reserves available. Um, the other thing that I don't know if um, anybody knows is that the 
boards of Silvercliff and Westcliff, both councils, none, no one is paid. So all of all of these elected officials are volunteers. So we're elected volunteers. We voluntarily want to be personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good to know because it is a fair question. If you're sitting on quite a uh, a pile of dollars, what what are the plans for that? And as we run short of time here, uh, you. Uh, were appointed mayor in 2010, and then you you actually ran that year, right. got elected, and then four years later. So uh, 2018, your term would be up. Right. Uh, any any plans? Uh, are there term limits? Can you run again? No. Could you run are, again? There are not term limits in the towns. I could, and I don't know. I mean, it, my <laughs> my feeling about that changes every day. Um, I've enjoyed being on the town board, definitely. I've sat on the board since 2002 I was elected and sat as a trustee for um, until I, I always had the intent that ultimately I would run for mayor at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens in 2018. Well, good. Is there anything thing else the community should know? Well, um, a lot of things, it's easy to sit back and go, well, the town board needs to do this, or they need to spend this money. Or And there are a lot of state statutes that govern us. So, for instance, talking about the reserves, state statute says you must have a minimum of six months of reserves. So there's only so much that we can even legally spend. And again, it's just I encourage people to do research because it's very easy to sit back and say, well, they should be doing this or they should be doing that. And and it's not always quite so simple. It's not always quite so black and white. Good. Christy, thanks for stopping by. Sure. We've been uh, speaking with Christy Patterson, the mayor of Westcliff, Colorado. We'll see you next time on Valley Views.